0: on today's episode lauren tells me what i can be doing better with my training plan and after several months of being in a maintenance phase it's time to bump it up so sit back relax take some notes you're listening to the average climber podcast
1: want to hear a fun story about our producer Josh?
0: I actually really do because uh,
1: who doesn't love getting to
0: know more of our team?
1: Yeah well this story is a tale of how Josh is a beautiful person and my life is awkward and that's how (laughs) we're gonna open it and I like it this happened like a couple months ago too but it was so just like funny and beautiful that I had to write it down in my phone to save for later but today Today is the day where I will tell this story that is truly kind of mortifying. Okay, so um, let's see. Caitlin, have you ever had like a shirt that comes with like those annoying bra pads that are like terrible? <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about where they just like put them in there and you're like, why?
0: Yeah, pretty much every shirt yeah. that's made for outdoor people.
1: Yeah, there's just like these things in them. Okay, so I have a shirt where I <laughs> at one point just like took them out. Um, And if anyone is familiar with female anatomy and cold temperatures, I think you can like get where this is going. (laughs) So I was like, well, I'm going to be like climbing at the gym. I don't really want like whatever. So instead of like putting the bra pads back where they're like supposed to go, I just like slipped them in the top of the sports bra, which is like not a good idea, (laughs) weirdly enough. Um, so, basically, I get done climbing. The whole session's gone great. It's been an hour. Nothing has happened. I forgot what stupid things I've done. But then I look down, and one of them's just, like, fucking out. Like, and I literally <laughs> turn around from doing a climb where Josh is filming me so I can, like, see what I'm doing wrong. And Josh just doesn't say anything or make anything of it. Just completely leaves it alone waits for me to figure it out and then I like fix it and it's never mentioned and I don't I'm looking at okay, his face right he's now looking
0: he looks as if he's like had no idea so so I think that you're it's good safe to say everyone that um, if your weird bra pad sticks out nobody knows nobody
1: notices and also this is just a tale of how Josh is a good person and is more worried about I don't know literally anything else than your wardrobe (laughs) malfunctions so um yeah but it was like yeah do you have any now I'm like do you have any awkward wardrobe malfunction stories because it was really embarrassing there's also like a lot of people and I was like fuck and I like put a shirt on I was like I almost need to go to the bathroom to fix this but in any case I I think not know this no one cares
0: yeah yeah the only things that have happened to me are like if something rips or most of my like wardrobe malfunctions have been
1: from dance my past life
0: yeah we could run those off another day oh
1: boy (laughs) that could be a whole wow my favorite one one time I was a reindeer in a show oh (laughs) Um, no I was a reindeer and then it was it was a Christmas show, we did a Melakaliki Maka dance, which is the Hawaiian Christmas song, and then then I had like a hula skirt on, on top of my reindeer outfit for the wow. Hawaii number, and during the number, my hula skirt fell off, so I was like a <gasps> naked reindeer for that, and it was like really hard to smooth that one over, oh my god, Um. okay, well with that, welcome to the Average Climber Podcast, <laughs> I'm Lauren Abernathy, a certified personal trainer, and climbing coach. And this is my co-host,
0: Caitlin. I am a s- certified nutrition specialist and I work with climbers and athletes on their nutrition.
1: Yep. So that's us. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> so um, a, c- a few episodes back, I did a nutrition consult with Caitlin where she helped me with my nutrition. And then I kind of realized that we can't have a one-sided relationship here on the average Tradesies. climber podcast, and I was like, "Caitlin, we got to get your ass back to training." So, uh, do we ever? <laughs> it's time. I'm like her her plan sitting there. I'm like, I really got to update Caitlin's training plan. So we decided that if we were gonna have a consult, will I where I helped Caitlin figure out uh, what to do with her training that we might as well put it on air for all of you to hear. So we have not talked about, like, any... We haven't really talked about anything that's going on with Caitlin's training too much. So a lot of this will be very much like what a normal consultation sort of looks like. So, yeah, with that, Caitlin, do you want to add any, like, any background, anything you think people should know um, just about us working together? Yeah.
0: So I would say... I've been working with you for over a year, year and a half now, Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
1: The the, the nutrition training tradesies began around the same time, so... (laughs) They were
0: born out of a necessity. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so over the last year and a half, I've gone through a couple harder training and performance phases with Lauren mixed in with some maintenance phases, and we've really just worked on the consistency side of things, but also getting me more accustomed to more than just hangboarding and campus boarding, which is all I was really doing before. I, I used to weightlift before I started climbing. So that was something that we reintegrated because surprise, it's all full. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in the last, I guess it's been, I kind of just came out of a performance phase in the fall for the fall bouldering season. And then now I would say I've been in a a bit of a maintenance phase where I'll still train twice a week I'll still go to the gym once a week and then I'm usually bouldering outside on the weekends so I have updates for you though so we could we could go from there
1: yeah definitely I think where I would love to start is just what your week has been looking like and get a feel for like how much volume and like what you've been what you've been up to for the past like couple of months so yeah if you want to just tell me like what that's Looking like to begin with, and then we'll kind of dive deeper from there.
0: Okay, cool. So, typically, I would say, Do you want days of the week?
1: (laughs) You don't have to go days of the week, probably just like sessions in the span of seven days. I usually do this session, this session, this session, blah blah blah. Okay, that'll work.
0: So, in the span of seven days, (laughs) good job. I I take direction well sometimes, (laughs) depends who asks, but uh, typically, I'll do a power and fingers day, and then I will also do a leg, I I call this like my leg core, and maybe like a little bit of back day. One of those days I'm also doing a little bit, or maybe it's on my power and strength day. In any case, I'm doing still like some bicep curls and a little bit of tricep work too, just because I know for me that's always the area that seems to go the fastest if I don't focus on it but then i'll do a fun climbing session in the gym it ends up being my limit bouldering <laughs> session by accident <laughs> you psycho okay <laughs> keep going it's just cuz i want to try hard stuff with friends and for me it becomes a project for them they're like sick that was a fun warm up like shit you're like cool you guys are cool <laughs> cool <laughs> like you're warming up on a 7 you're crazy <laughs> but uh, So then typically what I'll do on the weekends, hardcore weekend warrior life, we're usually going out to Roy for two days and then we'll climb for a day and a half. And then if we don't go out to climb, we'll probably either go skiing for a day or like possi- some kind of like endurance, like leg day. Some
1: like outside stuff on yeah. the weekends if it's not yeah like, like hiking going climbing
0: snowshoeing okay general stuff like that but
1: sweet that's that's pretty
0: much it lately
1: okay tell me a little bit more about um so your power and fingers day, like what have you been doing during that? Is that like completely off the wall, or is it mix of actually climbing and then doing like a little bit of hangboarding? Like what's going on in that type of session?
0: So I basically bastardized your current, your last <laughs> training plan for me. <laughs> <laughs> a classic move. <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, Lauren was like, yeah. I- you should have enough skill to create your own. And I'm like, okay, I'll just copy what you did for me before. <laughs> and so what I'll typically do is I'll warm up on the hangboard okay. and I'll do ten seconds on times three with no weight and that's on a thirty millimeter edge. So Okay, just, so just like a finger warm up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got it. Super okay. chill, very, very mellow. And then I mix that in with some stretching. And that's that's typically it for the warm-up. Um, I don't get on my wall at all because I just kept it to like a very short and easy thing to get done. Uh, because lately when I get to the end of my days, I'm like, I don't. I'm emotionally not committed. But we do it anyway. <laughs> and so after the warm-up, then I'll go through and do some... Uh, let's see. I can kind of continue the warm up and I'll do some bent over rows. I'll do possibly some, oh, with that too. I'm like, wow, I do the same thing for weeks and I don't remember. Um, anyway, so then I'll do, uh, more hangs for seven seconds with no weight again, but I'll do it on the 20 millimeter. Okay. Rounds. So you're basically
1: still like warming up your fingers. Yeah.
0: Yep. I would say so. And then, so I do that three times. Mm-hmm. After that, I do weighted hangs on the hang board and typically I'll stay on 20 millimeters. Gotcha. Uh, of course, half crimp, but I will... I think I've been staying at the same weight lately, just because I want to be just in like that. maintaining. Yeah. yeah, just in that maintenance phase, and then mixed with that, I'll do bicep curls. Okay, and then times three. Mm-hmm. And lastly, what I'll do is I'll do weighted pull-ups. Cool, and uh, leg lifts as okay. well. So, weighted pull-ups, I'll do typically five to keep it just maintenance level. Yep and then it's like a lot honestly well how heavy like what
1: part of your like how like do you i don't know if you know your max right now that's great but like how what percent
0: okay i would say like 60 percent.
1: okay that's pretty solid for five reps or your max has gone up so that's pretty rowdy possible maybe yeah usually when i'm like okay we're gonna take 50 percent of your max and then we're gonna do four to five reps people are like and i'm dying and i'm like yeah that's kind of hard if you need to take it down to like 40 percent, like we'll work up from there but yeah it's usually just where i start people okay. and then when they're like yeah but that's rad good work
0: cool and then the leg lifts i do 10 sets of three sweet and that's that's pretty much it Then i might do some stretching after but honestly i i like to do that in like 30 to 45 minutes just cool. because that's all yeah. i can commit to these no, that's days sweet
1: okay so yeah i would say like overall like i won't dig into like each and every session just because yeah i'm sure people are like i'm envisioning and there's sets and they're saying numbers and blah blah <laughs> but yeah like overall i think like there's like of course things that i would like tweak here and there but like in general like you've done a really good job like you're climbing on the weekends putting that first you're getting basically like some kind of limit boulder hard type of session in the gym and maybe it doesn't have a ton of structure but it sounds like you're trying hard and that's great and then it also sounds like you're doing a little bit of finger work some you know good pulling work to keep all of that tuned up and then it sounds like um you've got some other like it sounds like your leg core back day kind of covers like other movement patterns and stuff so yeah i think you're doing a great job Yay. i would say the one thing i would maybe just change for the future is maybe have some kind of like volume oriented maintenance mm. session in there like it okay. doesn't have to be like boulders on the minute but you could do something where you set a timer for like 20 minutes and just try to r- like rack up as many v points as you can like it's pretty exhausting okay. but that's kind of like kind of a fun different twist on capacity type
0: work well let me ask you this because yeah. this is something i've thought about doing yeah. i just end up bailing i mean, skipping capacity
1: it. work Ooh. and endurance work is really easy because it makes you want to bomb so yeah, yeah. well <laughs> so what
0: i've been thinking of doing is just throwing on a harness and doing the like three auto blades that are next to each other And doing like three by threes. Do you think that's a bad idea?
1: I, for you, since your goals are boulder oriented, like you Mm. could do it. But I honestly just don't think like that would be super applicable. Because the kind of endurance like a boulderer needs versus maybe like a root climber is more of a like doing a lot of hard moves in a session. So if you're like on an auto it's going to be a lot more like moderate and not as like directly applicable to what you're doing outside. Because I'd rather see you doing like sequences of hard moves and like build that capacity for doing a lot of like hard boulder problems in a session versus like doing a lot of like moderate like five out of ten movement.
0: Yeah, so I'm sorry,
1: no auto belays for <laughs> you. But honestly, auto belays are so goddamn boring. <laughs> like, I know. It's probably, yeah.
0: I was it was hopefully an attempt to warm up. Yeah, be in that zone. But yeah, I find that our auto belays at our gym are pretty lower, not limit at all. No, yeah, you're so. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. okay. Canceled.
1: Yeah, but what another thing you could do and we'll get into kind of like seems like we're going to get ourselves into a training phase after this. Yay, Yay. back to the grind. Spring. Um yeah, spring. Um but we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I would say like one thing you can do too, like let's say you have like your limit session where you're like kind of trying hard with your friends, like to work, you can like Y'all, there's a lot of ways. I don't want to I hate the expression, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. It's very graphic, but I almost (laughs) just said it. So we're just going to go with it. Go with it. There's a lot of ways to to dice an onion. But some of them are wrong and slow, and I hate watching it happen. Um, Some of them make you cry. (laughs) Wait, no. Okay, quick aside. I remember being on a camping trip, and I honestly forget who I was with. But I was just, like, making dinner for a lot of people. And I remember being like, can you dice the onion? Just, like, trying to, like, divvy out tasks. And I, like... And I'm like, do you know how to do it? They're like, yeah, 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 of course I know how to do it. And I'm just watching it happen. I'm like, holy fuck, you don't know how to dice an onion. And then I was just like, you just do that. And we'll talk about it later. I'm an asshole. Anyway, so there's a <laughs> lot of ways to dice an onion, but some are better than others. And that brings me to how to make a little combo session. So if you think, you know, you're really only going to get to the climbing gym um, or you can on Caitlyn has a tension board in her house. So that's pretty cool. Um, shout out Caitlin's house tension board Um, but yeah so what you could do like you can do your limit sessions. you kind of do like that power oriented work and then just to kind of like add some work capacity endurance work is kind of like the icing on the cake at the end you could give yourself like two sets of like like maybe or one big set that's like one set of you know every two minutes on the minute boulders or something like that like you know say like I'm gonna do 10 problems every two minutes on the minute and then just do like a 20 minute capacity type thing at the end or just set a 20 minute timer and do that like rack up V points thing. Like you're going to be pretty tired Um mm-hmm. and that might be a lot, but if you're just looking for a combo session and maybe you don't even do like this combo session once a week, maybe it's something that happens like every seven to 14 days sort of thing, but okay. you could just kind of add that capacity work into your climbing session like just a little bit at the end um, just mm-hmm. to kind of keep your ability to do a lot of problems in a day. And of course, like, if you feel like your outdoor days are like pretty challenging and like keeping your capacity up anyway, like you don't necessarily have to do that, but just something to like keep in mind and maybe like mix into the maintenance work just so that when you come back to training and like you go to do a capacity session, you're not yeah. like, fuck, well, I the, can't do this.
0: The problem that I have is that the crags in New Mexico are quite an effort to get to. Oh, so yeah, we are hiking and it's it's not necessarily hard hiking, but... I feel that that adds another level of like my my max number of boulders when we go outside. It's pretty low just because I I feel like I power down so quickly.
1: From yeah, and I would assume yeah. just based on the fact that you literally teach people how to eat snacks for big days as a profession, like it's probably not your nutrition. So
0: I would say 9 out of 10 times it's not. But Yeah, like there how are far those, are you hiking? Um It could be, it's usually not more than a mile, I guess. But it's like,
1: does it take like 45 minutes to an hour sometimes? Mm,
0: Maybe rarely. I would say it's more likely going to be like 20 to 30.
1: Okay. Got it. But
0: with a pad on. mm. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, if there's elevation gain and wind blowing against your sail mm-hmm. of a pad on your back, married
0: like... to a giant with giraffe legs, so yeah, we're hustling. We're always, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that very much. I'm like,
1: oh yeah, that's cool. All the six foot three people, you just blast <laughs> on through. we will just be back here wishing my legs were longer. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Well, maybe we can. So, I think the next thing I want to get into is like what the goals are kind of over the next three months, what things are looking like. So maybe we can take a quick break and then get to that. Let's do do it. All right. Are you currently locked out of your house? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can't help you with that but they can help you get the most out of your athletic endeavors by providing you with high quality and tasty sports nutrition products. As someone who likes to do a lot of moving, having Gnarly supplements to back me up is a pretty huge deal. When I'm eight days on and I'm trying to train for climbing after ski touring, Gnarly products like their pre-workout and creatine give me a little extra boost to keep me doing a reckless amount of physical activity. Gnarly is a proud sponsor of the Average Climber podcast. You can check out the wide range of Gnarly products over at gonarly.com. Hey, it's Lauren here, and I've got a few questions for you. Are the hot summer temperatures bumming you out? Are you daydreaming of sinking your digits deep into some limestone pockets? Do you want to climb up a rock with the cool alpine breeze at your back? If so, I bet you're gearing up for a trip to Lander, Wyoming where big moves and glorious pockets await. And maybe you're psyched about your trip, but you don't feel like you're gonna be ready. Between picking out the right climbs, training, and everything else that comes with outdoor climbing, it's a lot to handle. Well, let me help you out because I've designed a group program specifically to prepare climbers for the physical, mental, and logistical demands of climbing in Lander Wyoming. From your training plan to route selection, Pocket Power has you covered. This is a very small group for and there are just four spots left in the program. If you want to learn more about Pocket Power, just tap the link in our show notes. We get started on June 6th. Okay, Caitlin. So now we're going to talk a little bit more about, so we kind of talked like what's about, what's been going on um, before the break. And now we're going to talk a little bit about like what the goals are what life's looking like in terms of training availability. And then we can kind of dig into uh, what things I need to know to get your plan all written up and stuff. So I know you told me that you had a curveball. Just so everyone knows, I'm sitting here praying like, Caitlin's going to sport climb with me. But I I have my hopes up, but not too high. So (laughs) tell me what this curveball is. I'm excited.
0: Well, Lauren, you may or may not have guessed correctly because (gasps) I usually switch to sport climbing in the summer months because the bouldering crags get a little too warm. There are a lot of them that I... If I'm being honest, I will still go to, especially for night bouldering sessions.
1: Night bouldering. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself. Okay, keep going. No, I love it.
0: (laughs) But I will be adding more sport climbing in because I feel that in the summer months, that's just, it's
1: more- Accessible. Yeah,
0: yeah. And like, we have a lot of really fun crags out in New Mexico that are really fun to go to. and so also, because I'm going to join you in Lander because I invited myself. Yeah. <laughs> but that's bouldering on road. That's true. So. Yeah. You'll be like,
1: great. So it's just like a highball, but it's bolted. So it's fine.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All the worlds that I love. So yeah, that's the plan because I I don't think I'm going to be pushing grades. Because mm-hmm. you just need to like, ropes.
1: when was the last time you really like? felt like in the zone with sport climbing
0: in the zone was actually during the first pandemic lockdown (laughs) pandemic round one yeah (laughs) yeah because my husband and I would go to this little crag in New Mexico that nobody else was at we would just go there three times a week Mm. and just get her done get her done and that was actually probably the first time ever that I've fully like invested a lot of time and training to sport climbing and it it really paid off but last year with my clinical hours my clinical exam and just general exhaustion and burnout yeah I just didn't have the like emotional or mental commitment to getting scared again Mm -hmm. so yeah it's definitely that's a really good
1: I was about to say I was about to be like because making space to like yeah get stressed out by rock climbing is pretty hard when like life's already kind of stressful so yeah it makes tons of sense that you just didn't have the capacity mentally for that but but now but now i'm ready oh my god i'm so excited (laughs) wow you're gonna have to do like lander's gonna be really good for you i think so like um it's kind of funny i love climbing with caitlin because we have two very different styles to our climbing um i feel like there's this we can yeah this is a whole thing but i feel like there's the stereotype that like small women love like delicate climbing and like small crimps and like dancing around the wall but that's me that's yeah caitlin (laughs) can just crimp anything and the way she moves statically on like tiny feet and hands is like gorgeous to watch and then i come in and i joke that i climb like a frat boy because that is not my mo at all <laughs>
0: like but i love it i every time like w- when we went to joe's together i was like fuck lauren just gives it 110 percent every move and i'm just over there like boop, boop.
1: <laughs> i love chucking to stuff so we're yeah. good climbing partners because we like climb things very differently yeah it's so a good balance it is a good balance but i feel like lander's gonna be cool for you because there's definitely gonna be climbs that you can get on where you can totally like techie vert it out but there's also going to be stuff that you'll get on where it's going to be like caitlin's got to do big chucks between like pockets it's gonna be sick you're gonna have to yell and throw to stuff and not move statically yeah she looks like so i'm like yes and to caitlin's like oh my god I have to <laughs> yell people are gonna look at me you know, lander is the land of the people just yelling <laughs> i mean like when there's that many monos around everyone's like yeah so wow this will be so fun Ooh, okay, I'm excited. So that'll be just because I know when I have booked a place for us to stay, that will be in August. But yeah, tell me, okay, so it's um mid-March right now when we're talking. I imagine we'll get your plan, like, up and going, like, so yeah, if we're doing, like, 12-week block, like, April, May, June-ish, does that sound good? Sick, yeah, cool. that's perfect. Cool. okay, April, May, June. I have time to
0: mentally prepare.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, a couple weeks, like, it'll be good.
0: As cool. an aside, yeah. Uh, I just want to tell the audience that I feel like my first couple training plans, they were like customized to me. This was actually my, my partner in life. He, (laughs) he programmed very good things for me in the beginning. But then when I started working with Lauren, I feel like having that not only the accountability, but additional things to do that weren't just hangboarding and campusing it like really elevated my climbing and made my technique so much better because I started working with Lauren after a three-year plateau and felt pretty defeated. And literally within like the first month, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm just like my mindset has changed. I'm also just like pulling more effectively. So it definitely... I'm like very excited to dive back in whereas before i was like oh my god what have i gotten myself into
1: (laughs) yeah that's the thing too just to like quickly clarify what climbing training looks like in general so i think a lot of people hear the word training and they just think campusing lifting hangboarding but all training is like and we definitely talked about this a couple episodes back but all training is is just, just doing something with a purpose tied to like a greater goal and doing something like it's a lot of deliberate practice as well and a lot of climbing training is like doing the way you're doing your climbing sessions like differently so i would say like 90 percent of what i'm thinking about when i'm programming a training plan is mostly on the wall climbing related and you know movement work related all these things and then obviously we add a little bit of hangboarding campusing as needed like lifting at where we are but yeah. So that's just a quick dis It's not like I just write you a hangboard program and say, there's your plan. It's, it's very yeah, it's holistic way how we way more involved, are going to yeah. approach things. So, okay, cool. What is your, so tell me kind of a little bit about like, well, okay, we'll be kind of in a training mode like April, May, June, where we'll be focused on training and perhaps you're going to be a little bit more tired. So outdoor performance might be somewhat mitigated um mm-hmm. throughout those times but like when do you usually start like going out sport climbing outdoors cuz yeah tell me like when that typically gets started generally speaking
0: I I would say because we're up north now instead of down south it'll probably be more like May okay. would be my guess and cool. then we'll start going a bit more heavily in June and July okay realistically yes that's that's my assumption
1: cool cool okay and then lander with me in august Sweet. so let me tell you like generally what i'm thinking okay um and yeah i'm just spit, y'all i make a lot of notes as i go and then i like take the information back to my little laboratory in my basement (laughs) and then i like make like a nice refined plan where i think everything out and make sure it's all good but so i'm thinking april may we're gonna do well i want to see let me ask you this before I speak. How is your endurance usually? Like, do you feel like you gain endurance like pretty quickly? Or do you feel like right now you do like 15 moves and you're like kind of pumped? Actually, I remember climbing with you two days ago at the gym where we climbed one of a, a very long boulder and you were like, I'm pumped. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. So well, yeah, tell me just your relationship I, with endurance in general.
0: I feel like it comes back fairly quickly. But what I struggle with is the power endurance. But mm, okay, it just will take a bit. Of time like I think after at least what I remember from my like early summer Mm -hmm. early or late summer early fall programming I feel like that was built up fairly quickly okay like within six weeks got it it. felt really solid again okay
1: cool cool that makes sense and then can you tell like what kind of sport climbs have you like gravitated towards like have you gravitated towards like bouldery short sport climbs or have you been like nope when i'm sport climbing i'm going like long enduro mode or, i yeah
0: love me a four bolt route Don't. not because they're super shitty and run out but because it's nice and short yeah uh, but as you know i do love me some crimps so mm-hmm. crimpy techy that longer stuff is fine yeah it's it's fine slightly overhung um yeah i Honestly though, I do feel like more so than bouldering. I look at a route and go, "Wow, that's a nice route. I mm-hmm. want to touch that." That's
1: a nice boulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels, but
0: I I generally say like I definitely have not really branched into the multi-pitch world okay. and I also I don't I don't often like seek out That's okay. Like long extra long and also very stemmy or mm-hmm. like big old hucks in the middle and also like slopy. okay because i will still crimp the slopes because oh, yeah. i refuse Ooh,
1: okay all right good what is your uh <laughs> you're gonna hate some things but they'll be good for you I promise okay um what let's see other things I want to know what kind of like do you have any goal like routes in New Mexico that you want to climb like more local stuff that you're interested in
0: well I do have one I'm interested in because it's very bouldery mm, but I, okay. don't, I don't know that I'll actually get there this summer although okay. I might make a point it's it's six bolts so it's mm-hmm. pretty short
1: is it like send in a session level or is this something that you probably need to go back to a couple times
0: i think it, i would need to go back to it because okay. it, at present that's like my highest gotcha highest grade okay um but i think it it's very bouldery and it, it does have a lot of crimps mm-hmm. um and the last bolt is the hardest naturally okay. so
1: yeah. do you know how tall it is like generally speaking it's okay if you don't mm. like 60 ish feet. Does that sound right?
0: Probably no more than that. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Sweet. Okay. So that one's like kind of got your eye. What's like the general, can you tell me just like the general climbing style? Cause I haven't really climbed in New Mexico at all. So, so the like stuff that you'd probably be climbing on, like on the weekends, generally speaking
0: on the weekends. Yeah. There's yeah. well, Diablo Canyon, if you've ever heard of that, it's pretty well known. That's in Santa Fe. Mm hmm. I can't actually remember what type of rock that is, but it is very like techie. Okay. Pretty slippery, crimpy. Cool. Um, big overhungs in Ooh. some of the areas. Okay. And the routes are fairly long depending on where you go. Okay. Or you're in like a techie canyon that's like short. Okay. Um but then there are two other areas that we will typically go. There's one called El Rito, which is like all big cobblestones. Oh. It's the weirdest conglomerate rock. Okay, And those are, I would say, kind of perfect because they're slightly overhung and just like big faces with yeah. just like your hauling ass up there. Mm-hmm. And then I can't recall, I the one that I'm thinking of that I would love to go back to is in mostly Southern New Mexico, and that's limestone. So we okay. have a lot of variety. Yeah.
1: Okay. Honestly, like, here's my general, my general thoughts. So, like, April and May, um, I would love to just do, like, a very, like, base build type, like, build up some strength. Like, I want to, like, give you an assessment so we can see, like, where certain numbers cool. are at versus yeah. before. So, we'll get that kind of figured out. But do, like, base build strength um I know that you like that like blobby climbing and then just like the general more dynamic styles of climbing are like sort of like your anti-style so we're gonna like hit that pretty hard um and it also sounds like you have like a lot of styles of climbing available to you so I'd almost say like for your outdoor climbing in like April through July I'd kind of well April through like June ish I think like I just want you to get outside and then just commit and I know that like, working through like some fear and general comfort with outdoor climbing is going to be a thing too. So I kind of just want you to get out there and the real goal is not to like like we'll probably get there once you know we start like seeing the sends going out and yada yada and you get more comfortable. But like for now I just want you to think of this as get out there try hard get uncomfortable climb a lot of different styles and like different Different angles, all the things, just like get on a okay. lot of rock and like reacquaint yourself with the demands of sport climbing. So, does that I, sound yes. good? I can cool. commit to that, especially
0: yeah. if you're holding me accountable. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, okay. Yeah. We can, like, dig into what that'll look like outside. But yeah. So, April, May, we're going to attack blobs, attack, like, dynamic movement, and really, like, dive into all that. Cause I think your crimp strength and your ability to, yeah, we're climb, chilling yeah, there. Yeah. We're we good. Need like, it. We don't need to, <laughs> like, yeah. I had, I had my own war on blobs this winter. So now you will have your war on blobs. And it will okay. be, yeah, war on pinches, war on blobs. It'll be good um then um okay so then i'm thinking like in july we're probably gonna want to switch to like like if your goal like when you're in lander and it doesn't have to be this so stop me if you're like calm down crazy no (laughs) but i think like you know with all this build up and you getting to sport climb a lot like i really do think like in august when we're together and the hype is real like you could probably put down some like good sends and hopefully like i don't know i've climbed in lander a lot so i can be like get on that one get on that one (laughs) Yeah. So then in July, I would say we could do like a more lander specific like prep block where you'll probably do like a little bit of pocket work okay yeah and we can kind of like we'll see how you're doing after those first three months but yeah do like more lander specific prep in july and then i'd probably tell you to go to those limestone crags just so that you're focused on getting more limestone like the month before you're in lander just because that'll be helpful Cool.
0: yeah i think i can do that because especially the one that i would like to send is very bouldery so perfect yeah
1: no that'll be that'll be sweet and then yeah i'm trying to think so yeah Probably just to be a little bit more specific about what that's going to look like um, in the coming months. So probably going to do a like a session that's just like skill based where you're pretty much it's just going to be like anti style climbing session. And maybe that'll be two sessions. Maybe one will be like a blob session. Another one will be like a dynamic movement session, but we'll do kind of like skill themed climbing where you're just going to like immerse yourself in things that are hard and leave the crimps alone for a little bit.
0: My safe space. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. Damn it! I'll give you like one. I'll give you like one thing in in it that you can like get on what you want. But like, yeah, we'll definitely do that. And then, yeah. So there'll be a little bit of that. We'll probably. Well, it'll. We'll see how like your strength numbers are. Like, we'll probably do like a strength and fingers type session during the week. And then, yeah, probably some, like, capacity type, like, volume session that you could likely do on your tension board if you wanted to, like, keep that at home. But if you want to do it at the gym. Yeah. Tell me what you're, like, okay. And speaking of that, what's your schedule looking like April, May? Like, what's your, like, availability for training generally?
0: I would say, realistically, I could have two very solid training days a week with a gym day. And then with sport climbing, we rarely climb two days. Okay. Cool. On the weekend.
1: Okay, sweet. Two.
0: Okay. Oh, and also we might, this is just a heads up because I know this happened last year, but yeah, climbing, usually Wednesday nights are like our gym nights. Okay. And then we may end up turning that into our outside sport climbing night locally. Okay. But it would be for like two hours. So Okay.
1: So basically like one day outside. Maybe two. Maybe two. But a
0: full day, one.
1: Okay, cool. So if I gave you like a skills session you could do like in your house, Mm -hmm. would that help? Like just like something that you don't even have to go to the gym for?
0: A thousand percent, yes. That would be, usually I do the fingers day and leg day at home. Okay, okay cool so something at home would definitely be helpful Sweet.
1: okay here's what i'm thinking because i think you'll have a harder not that there aren't like slopey holds and like pinches on the tension board but i think you'll have a harder time practicing like the blob yeah. stuff well, our so-
0: gym i'll tell you now has many many
1: pinches blobs Sweet.
0: dynamic moves so it's Yeah. It's going to be very easy to find those options.
1: Okay. So here's, here's my proposition. Like one day, like a short strength and fingers type session, like something that's in the realm of like 30 to 45 minutes that you do once a week, a, an at home dynamic movement, like dead pointy type session that I think you can do on the tension board. And then like a more blob skill oriented session, like in the gym, I think I'll just work some capacity work into both of those. So they'll be kind of like combo sessions, but I think okay. that'll probably be what we'll do. And then, yeah, we'll just like figure it out as you start going outside more. Um, we'll kind of like retweak the training schedule, like come May, but I think for okay. April, like that'll be solid. And then we'll just kind of yeah. figure it out from there. So cool. yeah, it's going to be fun. Scary. I'm like, Ooh, I want to do this training. Wow, this sounds fun. Come <laughs> <I'm> to <laughs> New Mexico. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then we'll probably both be in a lander prep position in July together it's so selfish I'm just like I'm grooming all my friends to come to (laughs) lander so we can all crush rocks it's gonna be so fun (laughs) so yep (laughs) yeah I guess like okay while I'm talking about this I have I'm gonna I'm putting more official things together but I'll just plug this right now so I'm doing a group program over the summer that's gonna be called pocket power so if you are going to lander yeah no I really want to like remake the like rocket power logo (laughs) I have a few guests oh yeah Caitlin's gonna be guest coaching in that so she'll come in for a little Q&A of whatever but yeah it's gonna be a sweet program I'm super psyched but it's just gonna be for people that are like getting prepped to go to Lander so it'll be it'll be like a six week training block and then like group support via some group calls and a group message but it'll just be a bunch of people getting psyched on yarding on monos and stuff so it's gonna be sick I'm really excited doesn't have to be monos there are routes with a lot of two and three finger pockets calm down (laughs) everyone but yeah so that'll be super fun. Yeah, the guest coach lineup for that's pretty rad. So yeah, it's coming together. More information to come, but I'm getting pretty psyched for that. Caitlin, you should probably just also be in it because you'll be kind of doing it anyway. So, <laughs> I was. Yeah, a- one art- spot's already taken. Yeah, so. me, I take up a big spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it should be really fun. But cool. I think we're... We're in a good place. And yeah, I'll need to like, I'll give you an assessment so I can like see where your numbers are at. And that might change a little bit about how this goes, I guess, quick for anyone listening. So I give people a three-day like physical assessment that assesses things like pulling strength, finger strength, forearm endurance, just like some basic uh, explosive power, um, things like that. I won't go into the specifics of the whole test because your ears would fall off because you'd be like... This is boring to listen to, but yeah, it's it's good. It's a good assessment that kind of covers it all. It does take some time, but it's good to check in like that and just see where your numbers are at objectively um, every now and again. So Caitlin and I will will do that with her, just so I can see where she's at, and then her program will get written based on those things and also kind of the stuff she's told me but yeah I guess like another quick thing that I will say about like me writing Caitlin's programming so I know about her that getting like getting back in the zone and like dealing with like the fear management side of getting comfortable with sport climb is going to be pretty important so like when she does go outside I'm likely going to give her you know some cues where it's like Okay, one mini goal for the day is I want you to go for an on-site attempt, and I want you to, like, commit to it on lead and things like that. So, like, we'll be taking, like, some other holistic, like, steps. Like, I'll probably write you just, like, a couple little, like, things in a, quote, outdoor climbing session that might help you, um, you know, get back in the zone with a little more direction than just go outside and see what happens, but... Do some wall yoga. get <laughs> yeah, do some wall. Breathe in, out. We're okay. Keep going. <laughs> Next move. Blah. So cool. Caitlin, did you have any other questions in there? What are your approaches like for sport climbing too, now that I think about the approach piece of this?
0: Mm, most of them are quite a bit easier than okay. the
1: bouldering. Some yeah. of them
0: are a bit of a challenge, okay. but I, I find that hiking – without a pad because I don't carry the rope usually I carry all the draws <laughs> so
1: quite a bit easier <laughs> the marital strife that I'm <laughs> with over who's carrying the fucking rope is such a nightmare I literally wait I literally got so annoyed that Mike would be like I can't carry the rope because my <laughs> backpack's too small and I was like I'm buying you a Get backpack a back. I'm writing it off as my own backpack IRS I hope you're not listening to this and then <laughs> But I use the backpack sometimes too. What? Okay, anyways. And then I was like, giving you a backpack, and now Mike carries the rope. Anyways, so. I do have
0: (laughs) other questions because I won't. (laughs) I'm so sorry for not mentioning this (laughs) sooner. I will also be swimming this summer. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I swim two days a week oh. in the summer month. It's super chill. Okay. Not, you're like, not
1: like, oh, I'm also going to try to do a triathlon in August. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. No triathlon.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um, but it's like leisurely. Like my active rest in the summer becomes a bit more like my winter yeah, rest is outside. very much so like couch potato. Cool. My summer rest is like, I'm going to go on like a quick bike ride through town or. Oh, okay. I'm going to swim and just, like, keep it super chill. But Sweet. maybe that would be good for, like, endurance. Yeah, just, like, prep.
1: general work capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, like, if you find that you're still feeling tired on hikes, like, there is some, like, ty- endurance type work that we can okay. do. But it also sounds like your general, like, activity level will be higher in the summertime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big so time. that might... Mitigate some of the hiking. I will say, Lander does have some. I mean, it's really not that bad, but you know, you are at altitude. It's a little bit higher. How, how high are we
0: talking? I forget. Oh my gosh. I it's, live at eight thousand. Oh so yeah, never chillin'. mind. You're fine. Never mind. Mid- <laughs> I mean, it might. I can't. Be like, remember. wow, I can breathe. I can't here. remember this right now. Okay,
1: yeah, but if you're living at eight thousand feet, you'll be. Fine. My red blood cells are like, what up? <laughs> you're <know>, like, hey, you <laughs> don't, don't need you oxygen. You know what's up? My red blood cell count. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. Um, yep. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so you will be swimming. Is that something you usually do in the morning or usually midday? Midday. So I will like before or after a session?
0: Much before. I will never train in the mornings. That is just I won't. Okay. Don't make me. Don't ask me (laughs) to do it. I won't.
1: I could I convince you to do your strength training before you go swimming?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. That. What about
1: what about your climbing session
0: before you go swimming? Can we try
1: it. We'll figure out a schedule. We can try. We can sort it out.
0: We can work it out.
1: What concerns me about swimming in the morning kind of reminds me of a dumb thing that I just because I know swimming definitely uh, requires your upper body to be doing stuff. I just don't want to tire out your big pulling muscles before you go try to like have a quality skill development session. I super
0: agree. And I actually probably from experience, I probably wouldn't try and climb on the same day. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. I'll like we'll look at your schedule in more of a nitty gritty way. But yeah, that's just like I think it's fine. I think if you're used to doing it, it's not like a brand new triathlon training thing <laughs> no. like I not think it'll no. be fine um but yeah we'll just keep we'll just figure out like when it's working and kind of okay. experiment with like when to put that in touch base yeah so that you, we're not like wearing out your big pulling muscles before you go try to like Mm, yeah. do stuff or like the day before like generally i would say like try to put it like if you can do like if you're gonna do a strength session maybe do that before you go swimming just because that can be like a non-skill specific day and then okay. you know maybe do like your climbing session and then the next day swim i don't know i'll have to write it all down and kind of figure it out but yeah that's just a couple things to keep in mind cool. anything else you want to know about
0: no i think you covered it very cool. solidly i'm so, so excited this you. is gonna be a fun
1: Fun summer. Oh my god, Kate, let's coming
0: back to sport climbing. I'm excited. Sport climb with your brother.
1: Are you gonna come to Lander for like like two weeks? How long you staying? Gonna hang out? We'll see.
0: Uh, at least a few like probably a few to several days, whatever that translates to. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be fun. You can come watch me fall on my project.
0: No, I'll come watch you crush your project.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll even have it done by the time you get there. Yeah. And then we can just have fun. And then I'll just be like, I sent. So I'm going to drink beer and cheer for you. <laughs> just yeah. I'll keep climbing. Exactly. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
0: thank you so much, Lauren. This was so helpful. And I feel like I've been in a little bit of a training rut just because I'm like, it's
1: going outside. Cold.
0: It's cold. And I just am cold averse. <laughs> I do not have a 30 degree send temp my send temp is like 55 in the sun yeah so that's my reality
1: (laughs) yep nope this will be this will be a fun summer i'm psyched to get you back on the grind it's gonna be gonna be a good time i'm ready sweet cool well i think we can probably probably wrap it up there um i guess real quick i'll just so this is kind of what i would do with like my if you look on my website i'll put it in the show notes but this is sort of like the kind of thing i would do with like VIP athletes or custom plan athletes so if you do want to book a consult with me this is something that can happen um I'm not
0: Lauren's got a wait list I do have a wait list
1: um yeah I can't I try not to take like too many custom people at one time just because I want to be able to do like good thorough job and all those things but yeah um so I'll put information in the show notes but this is definitely sort of what the type of information I try to get from athletes um when I am working with them on a one-on-one basis but if you the way this type of programming sounds to you and you kind of just like my style of training programming. I do have self-guided programs that are available all the time. I have a sport climbing program, a bouldering program and a strength and fingers program. And all of these have their own types of customization for you as well. So if you're like, well, I do want to be able to like tweak it to my goals and like my own technique, strengths and weaknesses and all this stuff. Like I've written the program so you can customize a little bit because I do think every athlete is different and a fully generic program just didn't align with my values. So you can customize it a little bit and be your own coach, but yes, lots of offerings there. Um, and I'll put information about all that in the show note, but also pocket power is coming and it's going to be fun. So yeah, sweet. Uh, I'm so excited! It's gonna be a fun, fun plan to write. I'm ex- I'm stoked. You're gonna hate the war on blobs a little bit, but it's gonna be good for you. <laughs> it's good for all of us. <laughs> it's good. It's okay. I've been there. Like, these blobs are big and my hands are small, and I'm mad. But you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna become a blob queen. It's gonna be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I think we can, for real, wrap it up there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Listening in, um, I'm going to go take my pile of notes, write Caitlin a program, and until then, keep it average, y'all. Warren here, and there is a whole lot going on in the Average Climber universe, so you had better listen up for these exciting announcements. First of all, if hearing about custom coaching ahead of a trip to Lander, Wyoming, got you a little fired up, then I have great news. Pocket Power registration is now open. Pocket Power will get you the training you need to crush it in Lander this summer. Prices for this program go up on June 1st, so make sure to get registered before it's too late. The link to sign up is in the show notes. And speaking of Lander, Wyoming, don't forget to get signed up for Caitlin and I's clinic at the International Climbers Fest this year. We're teaching you the basic principles of climbing training and sports nutrition that you need to know in our first ever in-person clinic. Check the link in our show notes to grab your ICF ticket and get registered for the clinic. Speaking of nutrition, Caitlin has a pretty exciting announcement for you as well. Her self-paced nutrition course, Empowered, is finally here. If you're ready to learn the basics of nutrition and how to apply them to your athletic pursuits, then this course is for you. And the good news, until May 27th, you can grab it for $100 off. Check the link in our show notes to grab the course before it's too late. The Average Climber Podcast is hosted by me, Lauren, and my co-host, Caitlin. You can find us on Instagram at The Average Climber Podcast for antics between episodes and updates on when new episodes are coming out. You can also find me on Instagram at Good Spray Coaching and Caitlin on her Instagram over at Dirtbag Nutritionist. The show is produced by Josh Hayley with our favorite furry production assistant, Stubby the Corky. We don't really know what he does, but he sure is cute. The music for this episode was created by Devin Dabney of the American Climbing Project. Make sure to check out his podcast if you haven't already. You'll laugh, you'll learn, and you will introspect. The Average Climber podcast is a part of the Plugtone Audio Collective. Head on over to PlugToneAudio.com or at Audio on Instagram to learn more about the other great shows on the network. See you next time, and until then, keep it average.